Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. Well, today, I'm not going to do a remedy spotlight. I'm not going to talk about anything specific, but I did want to address something. We have what we call the Members Corner now. If you go to Homeopathy for Mommies, website, you're going to see that there's what we call the members corner. Um, we, we open it up every few months and let new members in, but it's a lot for my, my web lady to keep things going. So we, we have to shut it down now and then just to, so that we can keep up. But the point is, is it'll be open again shortly. So if you're interested in that, you can certainly jump on. But when you go to Homeopathy for Mommies and you, we have our podcasts and we have, you know, other information, um, I just want to say that I help people with homeopathy. They either email me directly, which if they're an older client, I don't usually take new email information. It, it comes down to me through my assistant. And I answer questions on the forum in our members group. I Every now and then I'll get a phone call or something like that. And I, I do help people with acute cases in homeopathy. I help, I do chronic cases in homeopathy. And like other homeopaths, you know, we have to have our you know, our limits, you know, we can't be accessible 24 seven, even though we'd like to be, we do have a family and we have to, you know, take care of our families as such. But the point is, is I care very, very deeply about every single person that I communicate with. What's happened nowadays, and and, and I'm, I'm, the name of this little podcast is going to be homeopathy versus antibiotics. Because what's happening is I'm dealing with so, so many people nowadays whether, like I said, whether it be email, phone, members corner, personal cases, you know, acute or chronic. Um, I, I see people on the street corner. I go to seminars. Um, I, I talk to people there and make great friends and I'm happy to help whenever I can. But the problem is, is I'm giving so much of my energy to helping a, mommies and daddies with a particular illness and I, I, I go through and I explain things. And then what happens is they get scared. Okay. They get scared and then they resort to, to antibiotics. And I, I want to take this time to explain why we need to learn to get rid of the fear in our life. Illness, regardless of what is going on in, with the media, illness is not unnatural. Illness is a very, very natural part of our lives. Illness, fever, is the only thing that will help us to build our immune system. All right? And you can take my word for it or you can go, you can do whatever you want. You, it's the truth. I'm not making this stuff up. So, and I, and I talk about this extensively. I, I, we do have courses for sale. We have the World's Disease and Homeoprophylaxis course. We have just the homeoprophylaxis course. I talk about fever. I talk about illness. I talk about disease. Uh, I have many, many podcasts about different illnesses and, and how the body's immune system works. 
And it's simple, folks. It's really, really simple. When a baby is born, they are under mommy's immune system, okay? Up until about the age of 12 months where they start eating on their own and they their own little bodies kick in. And inside the bone marrow, they're producing these T4 cells that travel up to the thymus and they're imprinted with antigens of every single thing that they're being exposed to. If they get an illness, a virus, a bacterial infection, doesn't matter. All of those things are being taken care of within the body. The thymus imprints it and says, oh, you know, let's get over this. If that body is allowed to run the course of that disease naturally without interference, without suppression. Um, we can interfere enough with homeopathy just to help the body through it naturally because it's not going to suppress. We can use pickle socks to help pull the fever out through the bottoms of the feet. And that's in my new book, by the way, and I do talk about it on different podcasts, just to help pull the fever out naturally without suppressing the fever. We don't give Tylenol, we don't give Motrin, we don't give Benadryl, we don't give any of those over-the-counter drugs because there's not a single drug designed to cure the patient. All pharmaceutical drugs are designed to suppress symptoms. So when we understand that, then we're going to go, oh my gosh, I have little Johnny here. He's three years old and he's got a fever. How scary. That fever might go up to 103, 104, 105, up to 106. What am I going to do? I'm scared to death. I'm going to listen to Sue's podcast. I'm going to learn how to get through this fever naturally. And, you know, like I said, we take them in. If it's a virus, you can take them in. The doctor says, well, I don't know what to do. Let it run its course, I guess. Over and over again, I keep telling you guys stories about like when my little baby, she was six months old, couldn't talk. Her three-year-old brother had had a, a fever just prior to her getting this fever. And the only thing I could do was give her teaspoon doses to keep her from dehydrating of grape juice versus, because um, she was too weak to nurse, water and grape juice alternating. She would get one or two teaspoons an hour, which kept her from getting dehydrated. I gave her belladonna alternating with this water and grape juice, and I let the fever run its course. This child has a perfect immune system to this day because I didn't suppress it. I allowed the body to run through that fever. And I finally, after three days, did take her into the doctor to make sure there was nothing secondary going on because she couldn't talk. She was six months old. Took her in. Doctor says, what have you been doing for this kid? And I says, well, just giving teaspoon doses and literally in an eyedropper, folks, to my because she was too sick to nurse and giving belladonna. He said, what? Belladonna? I haven't heard of that in years because they used to use belladonna bricks to help cure pleurisy and different ailments. And I said, no, 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 it's, it's homeopathic. He goes, oh, okay. So he checks her all over. He says, well, her ears are inflamed, not infected, but inflamed. I can put her on an antibiotic if you want me to, or you can just take her home and keep doing what you're doing. So I says, well, thank you. I took her home and kept doing what I was doing. And like I said, it took about three more days for her body to completely throw off the fever. There were no other symptoms with that. It was not an eruptive disease. Eruptive diseases are absolutely the perfect, perfect way to build an immune system. But the thing is, folks, is, is parents say, I get so scared when my kid has a fever. There's no reason to be fearful. That's the body. That means that child has a good vitality and they are fighting whatever they've been exposed to with vengeance. So their body is healthy enough to throw, to have a high fever. You, didn't, you don't see high fevers with old people because their, their natural vitality is, has been dummied down. Children, on the other hand, yes, they can run high fevers. And people say, what if they go into convulsions? There are numerous remedies to use if the child should go into convulsions, but the chances are you keep them hydrated, keep them comfortable, they're not going to go into convulsions. That's, um, 
you know, and, and you, if they do, you can, like I said, there's Stramonium, there are other homeopathic remedies you can use, but you just keep that child hydrated, keep the, pull the excess heat out through the feet and don't have fear. If you're fearful, take a dose of Aconite 1M or 10M. If you, the parent is, is fearful. And, you know, like I said, I, I take my children in um, to check for infections or, you know, inflammation in, in areas that I can't perceive. But if that child is old enough to talk to me, I watch his eyes. I watch for clarity. If he's following me around the room, if he's answering my questions and acknowledging me the way I ask him to acknowledge me, he doesn't have to eat because when a body is really, really sick, his, his whole digestive system shuts down. You can feed chicken broth, which is a natural immune booster. You, like I said, water and grape juice alternating or mixed together. Awesome. That's a wonderful cocktail. Don't expect them to eat and only give them minute doses of water because if you t give them too much with a high fever, they're just going to throw it up because it's too cold in their stomach. It's too much for their body to handle. But we need to stop feeling this fear because when, when our child is fighting an illness and then we, we go, oh, we freak out and just give antibiotics and say, you know what, I just, I'm going to give them antibiotics because I'm scared. You give those antibiotics. What's happened is you've interrupted their body fighting that disease. So here they've been fighting, fighting, fighting because they first they were coming down with the illness. It took you know five to seven days to incubate. Then they start to get active symptoms. Now their fever is really high. It's it's very active and fighting this illness, this virus or bacterial infection that they're fighting. And then you go ahead and you suppress it with antibiotics. What the heck? Now their body doesn't know what the heck it's supposed to do. You have you managed to confuse their immune system. Uh, what do I do? You know? So you, if you can get through that, like I said, you're watching for clarity. You're watching for, you know, Google how to see if your child has dehydration because with dehydration, their skin will stay indented. They're going to, they get a, they get a, a, a look about them that is not healthy. And you can always take your child in, you know, to the doctor or to the hospital and, you know, the doctor will put them in and put them on fluids if they're getting dehydrated. But that still, that's not interrupting the virus. And, and if you, like I said, if you give infants or children one to two teaspoons, one to three teaspoons an hour of liquid, adults one to three tablespoons an hour, that's going to keep them from being dehydrated. And we just really need to get fear out of our lives because fear, there's no place for fear. You know, there just really isn't. We can be concerned and we can be diligent and we can call the neighbor and say, can you come over and take a look at little Johnny? Cause you know what? I've been looking at him every day for three days straight here. I'm starting to get confused. Can you come and give me some, you know, a fresh um, pers perspective of what's going on? And you, you, you watch for odors, any odors. And we have all the things you can do for suspected infections and, and different situations like that. And I wanted to mention all of these things here today because I'll tell you, I get, I, I understand that fear. I've been there and I have caved in and I've given either colloidal silver or antibiotics because I couldn't take it anymore. I had been dealing with sick kids for a whole week and then the last one gets ill, night seven. I haven't slept in a week. I'm beyond being able to handle things and I cave, not to the benefit of the child, but to my benefit so I can sleep. And so I understand these kind of fears. I understand, you know, what we can go through as parents and caregivers when we're trying to get through an illness. And it's scary. Well, for one thing, the media tells us it's deadly to let them run, you know, let them have measles or to let them get the chicken pots. Excuse me. 
You know, back when they started giving regular vaccinations, all of those childhood diseases were on a natural decline anyway. The only reason they're still alive today is because they continue to vaccinate people for them and keep these diseases alive. Otherwise, they would have run their course and we would have been on to something completely new. But there's, you know, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent. I just, I just really, really want to help parents and caregivers to understand that illness is perfectly natural. Illness is the best way to build a good, healthy immune system. If these illnesses go secondary, and I say secondary, and they end up with a lung infection or bronchitis or a sinus infection and things turn green, you know what? We have homeopathic remedies to help all that as well. They don't necessarily need an antibiotic or anything else to help suppress further the body's ability to fight those diseases. And sometimes, like if a child has had chronic strep throat or chronic pneumonia or chronic sinusitis or chronic cystitis, any, any itis type situation like that is inflammation. It's inflammation of like the nasal passages or the bronchial tubes or whatever. That doesn't require an antibiotic. That requires us to give homeopathic remedies to help the body reroute its healing pattern and say, oh, I know this disease. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get over this. I'm going to get well. So we start, we learn homeopathy enough to help our children. And if we don't, know what remedy to give then hopefully you can be a member of the members group here that you can jump on and there's somebody there always willing to help direct you to the right correct remedy or a remedy that's really going to be helpful until you can pinpoint the exact right remedy but i just i hope all you parents don't get the wrong idea here because like i say i do understand and once in a while you do have to take him into the doctor or you do have to put him on antibiotics but you know what if that child has clarity his eyes look good he knows who you are He's talking to you. Uh, you know what? It's not time. It's not critical. And, um, you know, like I said, homeopathy is going to turn them around very, very quickly. It's going to help them to fight an illness, shorten the illness, and yet build their perfect immune system so that they can be strong and healthy as they grow during life and, as, and walk into adulthood with normal reproductive cycles and no allergies and the ability to fight off colds and flu you know, that's a healthy immune system. We don't, we don't want to train our children's immune systems to not know what they're supposed to be fighting. And when we throw antibiotics and pharmaceutical drugs at them all the time, that's what's going to happen is we train their immune systems to be confused. And we don't want that, right? So don't hesitate to jump on a members group or find someone, find a little group that's studying homeopathy and, and, and just really learn how to not be afraid. This fear monger that's taking over America is just, it's bizarre. <laughs> we can't have it. We can't allow it. We got to, we got to help each other to not be afraid and to be able to let illness be a part of our life because it's perfectly natural. It's the way it's supposed to be. All right. That's enough on all that. I just, I just, I just want to, like I said, I just, I just want parents to not be so afraid. And, um, and, and to communicate, I know my daughter was just mentioning the other day that she says, even <laughs> her husband is totally on board with all the natural stuff perfectly. He's like, Oh yeah, I've seen it work. It's great. I'm so happy. We have homeopathy and natural, natural herbs and things like that. But the moment his little girl gets sick, he's like, Oh, well, let's take her in. Oh my gosh. And I'll go get the Motrin. We'll get, get that fever down. And she said, it's hilarious. And I have to remind him every single time. No, honey, we need to let this fever run. 
Because if we don't, we're going to wreck her immune system. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But don't you think we should take her in anyway? And she'll say, why? What are they going to do? They're going to give us antibiotics because they don't know what they're fighting. It's just a virus. Let it run, we'll let it run its course. And, you know, and she says, and it takes a lot to calm him down because the first thing he wants to do is run to the doctor and get drugs. <laughs> and I says, you know, I guess my husband was never really, he was never involved with that type of um, caregiving. So I don't understand that. He would just say, oh, what are you doing for the kids? What do they have? You know, <laughs> after the fact, usually. But the point is, is a lot of fathers are more involved nowadays with the, with the caregiving. And so they have a stronger opinion or vice versa. The mother is the scaredy cat and the dad is like, oh, no, let's be stoic here and we'll get through this. But the point is, is, is they're not always on the same page. So I know that can be difficult. But if you just help remind each other that um, this is just an illness, it, it's not a dread deadly disease. It's an illness. So we'll just help this child to stay healthy enough to this illness so that nothing goes secondary. And even if it does go secondary, we have infection remedies because Sue talks about that as well. But just, just know the illness is normal. It's building your child's healthy, healthy immune system and let it go. You know, those fevers are perfect for building a healthy immune system. Yeah, you don't want it to get excessive if you can help it. Like I said, that's where the pickle socks come in to help pull the extra heat out through the bottom of the, the feet health in a healthy manner. And like I said, this is in my new book and I talk about it all the time. But the pickle socks are, you just soak white cotton socks in pickle juice, wring them out enough that they're not really drippy, put them on the feet, cover them with real wool socks. And even for small children, I've used adult size socks. So it, you don't have to have socks that actually fit them. What you're doing is you're, you're the, the cotton socks against the feet and then the wool has wicking action and it pulls that heat out through the bottom of the, the feet. And so it, the fevers don't become excessive and yet they can continue to fight the illness naturally without being suppressed. And like I said, sometimes in just, you know, 24 hours, you know, the fever will be gone naturally and the body fought it on its own. We don't have to resort to antibiotics. And like I said, even if you go to the doctor, antibiotics are designed to kill bacterial infections, not virus. They have no place for fighting viral infections at all. The only thing that they do at that point, if your child has a viral infection or a viral illness, is the antibiotics confuse the system. So it makes it more complicated for the body to fight that virus. So anytime you give a pharmaceutical drug that's going to suppress the virus or the symptoms of the virus, this, the whole entire constitution of the child, like I said, becomes confused. And it can lengthen the duration of the illness and it can actually complicate it in the end. So we have to be really careful with that. And then if it's a bacterial infection, yes, antibiotics can be very effective. But for the most part, our bodies can actually fight bacterial infections on their own. Very often, like I said, I use the bacterial, I used infection remedies and we talk about them in, um, we have a podcast on that as well. And so they're very, very effective. And um, you can always email um, info at homeopathyformommies.com to get more information on that. I'm not going to talk about it here right now or become a member. So with that, I just want to let you go and let you know that you don't have to be afraid. Just have that courage and pray about it. Just pray about having the courage in order to not have to resort to things that are going to interfere with the natural process of illness. All right. 
May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.